Blog Talk Radio. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Trust y'all can hear me. 
I'm just going to pretend like everything is good. I would like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation. I am your host, So L. Oh, of course not. Ooh. Um, and, um, yeah, yeah. I would just definitely like to welcome you to, you know, another episode here on High Frequency Radio Network where we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we're looking to correctly apply um, correct information. Mm. So I would like to start off by saying all thanks, honors, and praises due to the creator and the ancestors. But without them, we would not be here. I do want to say peace and big up to big brother Yusuf L. High Frequency Radio Network dot com creator extraordinaire. He's the man. Plus the knowledge, man. The brother's just he's a walking oh man. Just library of information. So definitely gotta shout out to Big Brother, you know. Um Welcome to the foundation.com. Definitely sign up for the email list. Um, Equitation, make a donation. You can sign up for the email list. Like I said, you can find all of the social media pages, the Facebook page, the Instagram page. There's also a Twitter page, the PDF section. You can make a donation. You can book a consultation all from the same spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace. Look, blog talk is having a problem. I can't see nothing. I can't even see the switchboard. Um, I don't know nothing. I don't know what's going on. I don't even know if y'all hear me. That's why if I sound distracted, I apologize. I can't see anything. It's giving me error error messages is what it's doing. So um, I don't know what's happening. I just trust everything is good. I think there's two different shows. So it might, it might stop and restart. But um, I can't see, I can't see a thing. So I'm just going to keep, you know, the show must go on. I want to say peace to all the listeners. Oh yeah, listeners. Yeah. Um, we got live listeners. And live callers, all the internet listeners, all the archive listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, all of y'all. I want to say peace to all y'all. I appreciate y'all. I want to say peace to all the trustees, you know, and training all those in the private. Definitely want to salute you and all those investing in their private education. But that's flying. Okay, we got 90 seconds left. <laughs> Wow. Okay, so you know, I mean, I think the show's going the show's going to end and I think we're going to start a new show. I apologize. Yeah, I mean, it's blog talk. So it said it's it said 90 seconds. We got 90 seconds left. So with that being said, you know. <laughs> oh, man, this is crazy. Uh so it looks like what's going to happen is in about 60 seconds the show's going to end. And then what's going to happen is 
Uh, it's going to make me call back in. It's going to make y'all call back in and start a new show. It's going to be a new show. It's amazing. I love technology. I appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? Let's take, hear some music as we ride out on this last little 15 seconds. But we got a good show coming up for y'all, man. Definitely a good show. Getting, you know, getting down to the little basics and stuff. So make sure you, make sure you check it out. Um. <laughs> going to be great. I do, you know, like I said, I want to I want to get back to the base, basics. So even though this is weird, I appreciate y'all rocking. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is really weird. So, y'all peace, peace to the guys, man. Okay, then stop. We still here. I apologize, man. You know I love y'all. So it says it says okay. So I got in the blog talk. So I'm logged in. It says you have an upcoming scheduled episode. It's the same in 15 minutes. Remind me in one minute. Remind me before the show time. So in 15. Okay, so in 15 minutes, it's gonna switch to another show. That's what's going on. So. I'm, Right now, we're streaming. Can't nobody call in. It's weird. So we'll top it up for like 15 minutes. Let me get through these uh, current events. So when we get into the show, we can just jump into the show this time. I'm going to roll with the format. Um, said peace to all the trustees. Uh, peace to anyone I've done business with in the private. Uh, anyone who sent an email or well wishes. Anyone who sent a current event. Anyone who sent, you know, especially like last week. I love y'all. Last week, you know, a lot of people reached out to me and gave me, you know, well wishes and stuff. You probably could tell by my energy that I wasn't in a good spot. So, you know, I don't know if y'all read between the lines. I don't know if I was just popping off, but, you know, y'all my family and I love y'all. So I want to say peace to y'all. And with that being said, man, let me jump in these current events real quick. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Like I said, I'm going to roll with it. So starting with Bloomberg, U.S. payrolls account reduced by by 501,000, so half a million, in this year through March. U.S. job growth was probably less robust in the year through March, according to government data released today. The number of workers added to payrolls will probably be revised down by 501,000 during the period, or almost 42,000 a month. The Labor Department said in a preliminary benchmark projection, the final revision is due next year. Average monthly job gains last year, quote, seemed to be good, um, seemed to be too good to be true in light of how um, tight the labor market has become and how much trouble firms are said to be having finding qualified workers, end quote. This is Stephen Stanley, chief economist at Amherst Pierpoint Securities, LLC. This is in a note to clients. But this is today. Labor revised down leisure and hospitality payrolls by 175,000, and business services by 163,000. Retail employment was revised down by 146,400. Okay, so bottom line, you know what this, what this is saying is what's going 
what's going on is is that the um the numbers that they're putting out as far as ooh, these are all the jobs that were added uh in this in this sector, in the services sector, so on and so forth, they're revising those numbers. They're 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 lowering them. And this is what they do. This is the tactic that I've seen in, you know, in the public, especially especially with the government, the government numbers and stuff is always skewed. And they'll say, Oh, the numbers were this, the numbers were that and then two, three months later they'll be like, Oh yeah, remember when we said that? Oh yeah, it was really this. And they don't make as much fanfare with the reduction in the numbers as they do the initial uh, publication or pronouncement of these higher inflated numbers. And this is something that, in my opinion, I've been watching out for for a minute, and that's why I liked seeing this article on Bloomberg today. It was today. I found it today because it came out today. So, so this is half a million, half a million jobs. Is going. It's, it's poof. It, it was. It was. It wasn't even real. It's what's really going on. Is what they're saying. And they do this all the time. It's amazing. So uh, let me keep it moving. Boom. Reuters. <laughs> Y'all don't really talk about this too much. Let me, wait. Let me hold this on for a second. Financial Times. The rise in Indian. Hold on. <laughs> rise in Indian. Financial literacy tarnishes the appeal of gold. This is the Financial Times, and this is to me, man. So, like these elite, you know, these 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 people with money. Let me just put it like that. Uh, they talk through the media. They talk to each other through the media, and um, you know, they're basically saying, okay, so look, they're saying um, savvy investors are choosing bonds, stocks, and equities. Over gold, and here that's a narrative. I love the narrative. Oh, they're savvy now. They're choosing bonds and stocks over gold, so now they're they're savvy. But really, what the signal is is that saying, you know, so-called this Indian financial literacy, whatever you know, uh, educational initiatives, Western educational initiatives that are based or were created specifically for the continent or the subcontinent of India, you know, are working. That's, that's all I'm seeing in this, you know, hey, let me, let me holler at you real quick. Financial Times, once again, I, thought, I found this was interesting. I don't really be jumping into Financial Times, but I have some headlines. Investors pulled $2.9 billion from funds investing in China. So not from China, but from specific funds you know, um, and fund managers who are investing in China. This is a move. It's a specific. It's a specific move. Um, expert insights um, say that over 2.9 billion from funds invested in China have been pulled, signaling one of the largest capital flights of the year. You know, this 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 whole this whole currency war now along with this whole you know uh trade war is ultimately not good for it's not good for, for business, it's not good for consumers, it's not good for you and me really. 
you know, ultimately, and the the more escalate, the more we're gonna, you know, feel a change in our quality of life. Let me just put it plain and simple. Unless you know we're doing anything to hedge against this, and a hedge against what's happening, we're definitely gonna feel it. And even when we do hedge, most of us are gonna feel it anyways. And that's just. That's just how, that's just unfortunately, you know, how, how it's going to work. Unfortunately, how it's going to go down. And I don't think, you know, too many people are ready for it. But, you know, part of the reason why I do current events, so, you know, we can kind of get it, you know, a jump on what's going down. CNBC, yield curve briefly inverts again with two-year treasury yield top and 10-year rate. Again, this is today. The spread between the yield on the 10-year Treasury note and that of the two-year note today turned negative for the second time in one week. A recession warning that flashed for the first time since 2005 on August 14th. The inverted bond market spread is seen by many veteran traders as an important recession omen, though the timing of the eventual downturn is less predictable. Shortly before 4 p.m. Eastern, the yield on the benchmark 10-year Treasury note was below the two-year Treasury note yield by a hair. The spread then quickly widened again. It was last seen at a positive 1.8 basis points with the 10-year yield at 1.587% and the two-year at 1.569%. A basis point is 0.01. Fears of an economic slowdown appeared to resurface today. When the release of the Federal Reserve's July meeting minutes reiterated officials believe that its July rate cut was just a mid-cycle adjustment. Central bank officials who voted to lower interest rates last month agreed that the move shouldn't be interpreted as a predecessor to more rate cuts or a preset course for the overnight lending costs. In their discretion, And within their discussion of the outlook for monetary policy beyond this meeting, participants generally favored an approach in which policy would be guided by incoming information and its implication for the economic outlook and that avoided any appearance of following a a preset course, is what the minutes stated. Thomas raised some fears that the Fed would not do enough to rescue the economy from a recession. However, last last week's inversion set off a debate about the reliability of the indicator. Even when it does predict a recession, it is on average 22 months early, according to Credit Suisse. The marketplace hysteria following the initial inversion even drew commentary from the White House. President Donald Trump took to Twitter to voice his concerns about the crazy inverted yield curve and again blasted the Fed for what he views as too high interest rates. 22 months. That's the first time I've ever seen that in the public, and I think that's, I'm going to let y'all know that's significant. I'm just, I'm just, you know, whether or not it's the first time I've ever seen it, or the first time, you know, it's been said in the public, that's 22 months. I've heard that a lot in the private, as far as, you know, the yield curve inversion. And, um,
I think it's very interesting that it's, it's, it's spoken about in this actual article on CNBC. Y'all can check this out. CNBC bond market yield curve inverts signaling, signaling Fed may be too slow to cut rates, risks recession. Market moves were modest after the Fed released minutes of its last meeting. But the message was clear the market still fears the Federal Reserve will not be aggressive enough in its rate cutting to save the economy. Soon after the Fed's 2 p.m. Eastern release of its minutes, the curve between a two-year note and a 10-year note flattened. It then briefly inverted later to, um, today or this afternoon. With the two-year yield rising above the 10-year yield, that also occurred briefly last week, but it did not hold on a closing basis. Other parts of the yield curve have inverted and remained that way. But the two-year to 10-year spread is the most widely watched. Other parts of the yield curve have inverted and remained that way. Wow. That was actually written right there. Um, looks like the Fed is going to be stubborn, and the yield curve is starting to price that in, noted Andy Brenner of National Alliance. If mid-cycle adjustment is not in the Jackson Hole speech, people will interpret that as opening the door for more cuts as opposed to two or three, said Michael Gaffin, chief U.S. economist at Barclays. Since the Fed's last meeting, bond yields, which move opposite price, have dropped or moved deeper into negative territory. Yikes. Does it sound good? I don't know. Does it sound good to me? Gold firms above $1,500 an ounce as bond yields dip on stimulus hopes. That's on CNBC. Y'all can definitely check that out. Uh, that's all I have to say about that one. Okay, so President Trump, Reuters, Trump, I am the chosen one to take on China over trade. This is hilarious. U.S. President Donald Trump today said he was the chosen one, in quotation marks, the chosen one to address trade imbalances with China, even as congressional researchers warned that his tariffs would reduce U.S. economic output by three-tenths of a percent in 2020. I'm the chosen one, so I'm taking on China. I'm taking on China on trade. And you know what? We're winning, Trump said, claiming a title often used to refer to religious figures such as Jesus and Muhammad. Trump acknowledged for a second consecutive day that the trade war with China could harm the U.S. economy, although he insists a recession is not on the horizon. Nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office became the latest independent institution to warn about the consequences of tariffs Trump has ordered imposed against China and a host of other countries. The Congressional Budget Office said changes in U.S. and foreign trade policy since January 2018 will reduce inflation adjust U.S. gross domestic product by 3% or three-tenths of a percent, excuse me, from what it would be otherwise in 2020. The International Monetary Fund has said that the global economic output could be reduced by as much as 5% in 2020 as a result of tariffs. 
I gotta end this episode because it's gonna end. We're gonna we're just gonna go to the next one. So if y'all if y'all are you know checking this out, just uh, I guess I don't know. Just hang up and call back. That makes sense. Peace to the gods. Doing this thing all the way live. High frequency radio.